According to Mike and Tony, is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, it's Tony Two Tone, and I just took a shot with Mike and Tony, so what's good? We a little fucked up in this motherfucker, but we gonna get it right. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Take One from Smoke That Entertainment. You're listening to According to Mike and Tony, Colorado Stand Up. And now, from the Rimcat Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, here are your hosts, Mike and Tony. And we are off and rolling. It is episode number 65. We are in the Rimcat Studios yet again, buddy. Solo, okay. running solo today. Yeah, nobody with us. We were gonna have uh, we're gonna have a guest. We're gonna have Chris from Miller's on, uh, but it sounds like some stuff happened last minute there. So, so it's just us chilling today, buddy. Yeah, uh, I look forward to this every week. Just an excuse to get out of the house. Yes, especially being a musician tied in to the house and doing nothing but the uh, <laughs> the music. Well, yeah, dude. Plus, the other part of it is that uh, Myra's been out of town this week. So it's one of those weeks with the kids oh, yeah. in the house all the time, working on the movie while they're sleeping. And Wait a second. They eat too much. Where are the kids now? <gasps> are they at home? Oh, <laughs> no. I was going to bring them with me. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, Myra's actually getting uh, married. She just texted me a few minutes ago. She just landed. So, oh, okay. So she is back. So the kids are okay by themselves for that long? No. <laughs> they're at uh, her aunt's house. <laughs> So she's picking them up. I had She'll, some concerns for a second. <laughs> They're good enough. They're Your good. Ten-year-old son yeah. is going to watch. He's everyone. not even ten yet. Yeah, nine. Yeah, That's nine. Good enough. He can watch the little ones. <laughs> he can hold it down. He cooks. Shit, I was. I don't know. I was twelve when I started staying at home by myself. Well, dude, I was thinking about that because I see all these kids walking um, from school and stuff, and Jaden's like begging all the time. He wants to walk to school. By the way, it, he doesn't understand that his walk to school would be like an hour and 11 minutes. Like, <laughs> it's a quick drive. It's not a, a quick walk. I've walked to King Supers from my house, which is pretty close to there, and it, yeah. it takes a while. Uh, but I see these kids all the time like walking, but our doctor was telling us that like the two number, the, the number one and number two way that kids die, the number one way is uh, kids that age, like zero to 10, zero to 12, is getting hit by a car. What? Yeah, it's like the number one thing. So that was one of his questions was like, you know, how do they walk places by themselves and stuff like that? And I was thinking about it and I, now it makes sense. It's like, you know, you buy a car, you see that kind of car everywhere. Now everywhere I look, dude, I see dumb little kids just almost getting killed. Like the day after the kid's doctor's appointment where the doctor told me that, yeah. we literally almost hit a kid. Like it, it was a little, he must have been like eight years old or something like that. And he was, he just jumped out because they don't pay attention. And that's what I was explaining to my son because he still wants to walk. And I'm like, <laughs> you have to understand, you don't have, you, you'll, you'll develop skills skills that you don't have right now did you almost yell at the window and be like you are almost a statistic i did but the windows were up yeah it's just like see <laughs> see i'm like showing the kids and in that moment they were like yeah i see that and then even today i almost hit another kid maybe it's just me maybe i'm <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're just aiming for kids no, maybe you should that. stop aiming for kids <laughs> no 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 <laughs> it was just because i pick them up from school and it's like a madhouse man the kids are everywhere you know people drive like crazy too at their school they have an issue because the parking lot is way too small uh-huh. and so they're always trying to do different things around it they really just need a much bigger parking lot but it's amazing man people get it's like they're violently trying to get out of there you know they'll cut people off just they won't follow the direction that like on certain parts you're only supposed to go one direction and people just swing like you know get in there really fast and yeah yeah, so uh, so it's been a long week, but it's good, man. It's good to be here in the podcast studio, episode number 65. Uh, I can't believe when I think about it, I'm like, I can't believe how long we've been doing this. Uh, just because it's like, it becomes a regular part of life, you know? Yeah. You don't realize it, but like we've missed very few weeks since fall of 2014. That's true. 
Yeah. I was looking through our numbers, by the way. So for those of you who are listening out there, if you are in the Bay Area or if you are in Denver uh, or even Washington, D.C., like right now you're in Washington, D.C. and you're listening to this, please hit us up at Mike and Tony Show at WROMRadio.net. Just let us know what's good. Let us know the shit you don't like or the stuff you do like. If we ever annoy you, if we do stuff that you love doing, you know, just hit us up, man. Say what's up. I can see that you're listening. So, <laughs> but we are very grateful to those who are downloading the episodes and, and supporting us and keeping us moving forward. Uh, we got a good following, man. I mean, yeah. even on Twitter, I mean, man, we are 75 away from hitting 2K. Holy shit, man. I mean, it's not... I mean, other people are, are much bigger. Well, we but consider so. in 2014 it was zero, yeah. so <laughs> I think we're doing okay, buddy. Yeah. No, much appreciated. And like I said, we, we have a good following. We're building a good following. Um, actually, a guy here at work, Aaron, he just got turned mm. on to it. And, uh, awesome. And uh, he's been listening to a few episodes. He said he needed to take a break from GRE. And so he's been listening to our show, and he said he's been liking it. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. It, it, because I think Jerry did start something. They started, you know, this this idea of a conversational podcast where people can sit and just sort of hash things out. And I just think it's it's the, one of the best forms of communication there is, you know. And, and there's the, I like certain podcasts, too, that do a lot of ed- heavy editing and stuff, and they really structure the show. Yeah. But there's something about just listening to people talk, man, like – that it's just so cool and joe rogan sort of started that and everybody's doing it now there's tons of people doing it yeah um but i just love that it's catching on because like one thing i was thinking about was what you know you watch these debates and you see these guys talking in two minute increments or five minute increments and the buzzer goes off and especially this last debate we'll get into it i'm sure at some point but the last debate was a lot more civil but before that it was just basically insults for three to five minutes and then another it was just like no way to communicate you're not getting across any <laughs> substantial ideas we're not making progress on any world problems doing that i think that the future is that where you can sit down and 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 just talk things out in fact, this week I was over at, uh, you remember, you, obviously you remember, your buddy Lacey McDonald and Project Exodus, uh, we had talked about, I, I had mentioned that I wanted to get involved over there. So this uh, last Wednesday I met up with uh, the other assistant principal uh-huh. uh, at uh, DCIS Ford and just got the ball rolling. We just talked in general. I've got a lot of work to work out the format, but we're going to start a podcast for the kids over at that school. That's cool, man. Yeah, and I was very clear with him that our podcast is, uh, it, it's... Uh, it, it, completely separate ex- yeah totally separate <laughs> explicit in fact we were talking about how we don't want people looking for their podcast to stumble onto ours yeah you know because <laughs> it's not really for kids uh but it, it is it's open and honest conversation but i want to try the same approach with the kids man i haven't worked out the structure and what we're going to do exactly um, but i just think it's a really cool idea and we're not the first i saw i did find one other guy that has had done this he was a teacher who did a podcast with like um it was like, I guess his class was, majority of the students in his class were from somewhere else uh-huh. outside the country. Okay. And so they each had their own story of like oh, how their cool. parents came over. So they basically just did it back to back and told it. But I'm trying to find a way to do more like what we do, where we can have the kids sit down and talk. I think it'd be cool. It's almost like the kids say the darndest things kind of a style. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Like with Bill Cosby and everything yeah, did that uh-huh. and then somebody else took it over. No, I think he always did it kids say the darkest yeah. things yeah yeah i think it was but it was that. always like you know because you get the uncut stuff of what a kid thinks yeah so yeah i just think it's honesty this is what people are craving now it's authenticity you know and these kids are good at that shit they're really good at being authentic <laughs> you know as you get older you figure out you gotta lie and you know 
do deception and people do all these things. They become different as we get older. But when kids are young, man, they're so brutally honest. And I was just thinking, man, it'd be so cool to have these kids talking. Like, what do these kids think? Because people disregard children's opinions. But yeah, it, I mean, it's cheesy, but it's really true. That's the future, man. Those are the people that are going to be running the place in, in the future. It's very, I'd be very curious to see. I think it's important to stay in touch with how they're developing with all this technology and shit, you know? I was talking to a coworker today. We were talking about the differences of us growing up versus this kid's now growing up and like how, right. you know, I grew up as the pledge allegiance every morning, Yep. you know, uh-huh. in gym class, PE, you know, you, if you didn't participate, you had to walk around yep. the gym or outside the track for the entire time until PE was done. Right. You know, you had all that stuff, physical education, you, had, you know, you had music, you had all that kind of stuff to develop mental Mm-hmm. get you set up and then we also had things you know to set us up for life as well um you know like home ec stuff and then we had like yeah, I remember they don't do that anymore huh do they no, do that stuff I don't think so dude yeah yeah well I guess because people get all pissed if you separate men and women and you yeah. know I took all those classes I yeah <laughs> I want the food we are I was gonna say that was the thing is anybody could do anything so I made a sweet initial pillow Oh, sweet. When I was in middle school, a pillow with initials on yeah, it. Yeah, well, was it well, your my initials M and P? Oh yeah. So you just you know sewed it together and stuffed it with a bunch of fluff. Damn, that's cool to hear. Now I feel like I should have done some of that stuff too, because we were talking about it before the podcast. We were talking about audio stuff and building some acoustic treatments and yeah. whatever. And like, you're definitely somebody I would go to. I, I just it feels weird. I mean, I suppose like you could develop any skill if you worked hard enough on it, but it seems like some things come more naturally to people, and you know carpentry and and i don't builds. know what it is dude i can just like dude you build some dope stuff i don't even, I don't and, even, and, I don't even make plans and you're like my uncle i have an uncle uh, who lives out in california i think we've talked about him before where it's not limited like you're not limited to like just woodworking or just whatever like i could see you laying pave you know laying walkways out and doing landscape actually you built a deck that's yeah. right <laughs> you built the deck on your in my pavers too yeah yeah see and i have every confidence that i could do it like i could start at the beginning follow some good instructions do it all the way in but it's just always going to be janky man like i can't like it doesn't come out precise angles don't line up just right and shit and <laughs> plus i'm not good with a saw like you you cut all your wood and stuff too right yeah well like with the deck obviously um plans we had plans for that and everything and and did that with my father-in-law with like that flower planner that i showed you and yep. then my table and my workbench stuff mm-hmm. like that that was just no plans, just, all right, I'm going to make this and this, See, this, 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 just go at it. Awesome. pot and plant, it's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, so you didn't, like, plan that one out. You just got to work and just yep. like, hmm, I think I'm going to do something like this. Yeah, I was like, hmm, what am I going to do? All That's cool. Yeah. That's kind of like in music versus, like, writing a song out versus just improving where you're just making stuff up. That's dope. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you got it. You got that skill. I don't. And I think it was all because I started growing the beard, mostly. <laughs> all of a sudden, woodworking became natural. <laughs> I wouldn't be Carpentry. surprised if something actually happens. There's some chemical reaction in your body when your beard gets to a certain length, you know? Just fucking testosterone kicks in. I'm going to build a house. I'm going to build a house. Your beard isn't that long yet. <laughs> Damn it. All right. You have many inches to go, my son. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good to have people like you around. It's, I'd say I think that's another thing that makes the world really cool and what we do, you know, community and bringing people together is because everybody brings something different to the table. Like when we were talking to Lacey and them, I was thinking about, all, you know, trying to do stuff like they do, yeah. you know, whether it's camping or just whatever, like all the different skills that they have. And then mm-hmm. that's when it clicked was when Amanda said that, yeah. when uh, Scarlett said that, uh, that, you know, it, it's what, what do you do? You know, what are you good at? And what are you strong at? And so, yeah. Yeah. 
That's no, not, yeah. And just being a part of community. Everyone talks a good game, but you got to right. actually do it, you know, and Lacey and Steven and Sensei doing Walker it. are actually doing it. And it's cool yeah. to see. Cause they, uh, I mean, even though their Facebook page doesn't have that many likes or anything like that, and I mean, they're still every day. Just doing it, not for yeah, the recognition. Yeah, absolutely, the, yeah. man. And that's 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 the point of it, you know. And 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 it's it's that repetition too. The fact that you, maybe they're not, you know, getting this huge following on Facebook or whatever. But what those lives they're touching are real, man. And and those those kids that they're making a difference in their lives because they do awesome stuff, dude. They're taking them up into the mountains, like giving them these experiences that they probably would not have had otherwise, and all this character building stuff, you know, exercise. It's just amazing, me, man. I'm humbled by people like that, and. And like Lacey and those guys, you see stuff like that and it just makes you want to, makes me want to be a better person, you know, and try harder to do stuff like that. And being a musician, you know, I've got the leisure of having a lot more control over my schedule and stuff yeah. like that. And so it becomes very hard to validate to myself, like, oh, I don't have time or I can't fit it in. Or it's like, come, dude, you're a musician. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> you can find the time. And, and so that's what I did. So I just reached out, emailed, and they he, he, they were very excited about, about doing a podcast cool, over dude. there. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. It'll probably test my skills as a podcast producer working yeah. with uh, it's fourth and fifth graders. Yeah. It's going to be. See how so. your patience. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God I have three kids. So yeah. <laughs> kind of figured that part out. No, you know, that whole thing we talked about before about the community and, and developing it and everything like that is a lot to, there's actual degree programs and sustainable living and stuff like that now yeah. that have come in out of the woodworks from different colleges and universities. Um, and just to, just to show, you know, trying to, to raise community, like I said, we've said it a numerous amount of times out here in, in Lakewood, Belmar is one of those communities where it's the work, live, play and shop kind of a deal. And they have all that stuff where you can exercise and it's, it's designed to be walkable, ride a bike and stuff like that, where it's a safe, self-sustainable community. Right. And it's just, it's like one of the largest ones in the country. Yeah. See, and it's everywhere you look, it's it's important. That's why I was telling you when I was looking at our numbers and realizing how much of a following we actually have right here in Denver. It just, that's sort of, you know, that direction. We had a lot, we were talking a lot about this, sort of the direction of our show and kind of where we're going. And I think it's so important that we, we do tap into here locally too. But in the future, you know, I think we should branch out. Our, our actual, our number one uh, group of listeners that we have the most of is the Bay Area in California, which is crazy i don't even know what's up with that maybe yeah. it's we don't even like the raiders or anything, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh my dad maybe mo just has that many connections out there yeah, and, uh, right they're the all that... they're all mo <laughs> mo's peeps <laughs> <laughs> yeah hard to imagine uh, again though if you are out there reach out to us please uh we have a phone number too and uh, we do listen to the voicemails i promise so if uh you're not the type of person who wants to send an email or type anything up you can definitely call us at 720 720- Seven seven two whiskey W S K Y. What are those numbers? It's like I forgot. I should have written that down. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, how long <laughs> have we been doing this? It's been a Still. long time since I've actually dialed a phone number. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I know. because everything—it's a smartphone. It's a smartphone. Right. Too. The technology takes over and dumbs us down. Uh-huh. Even with the smartphone, True. it dumbs us down because I just look at him like, oh Tony, oh Tira, oh you know just just you know. The Speaking of back in the day, that was a thing. You know everybody's phone number. Yeah. You know, you know your parents, you know your girlfriend, you know your friends' numbers, yep. you know, you know. My memory, dude. 
Yeah, that's a trip to even think about right? that. And you don't <laughs> even think about it now. Like my sister, I remember, because she's kind of that, she's your age. Yeah. Exactly. So she's the same generation. And I remember one day I remember getting upset because I lost her. I, like, I think it, something happened to my phone and I had to put numbers back in. And she's like, you don't know my number. Yeah. I was like, Mandy, like, think about it. Like, <laughs> there's no way I know your number. Like, you've had four phones in the last two years. So <laughs> I just plug it in there i put your name on it and when it calls it says your name i see a picture of you and that's yep that's that. exactly you know what's weird about i was thinking about that the other day is weird is i've never those pictures just happen is that facebook that associates them or gmail that's however like. you have it set up you can do it that way yeah i've never even looked into it but like yeah. everybody's got pictures yeah when they probably default to your so, facebook okay yeah. some of them are weird though like when my wife calls me it's a picture from like five years ago oh maybe it's associated with their email then oh i bet it is yeah See, there you go. Probably, tech yeah. Mike. Tech Mike. Yeah. No, I go to my son, honestly. He's the tech dude at our house. He's half Asian. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. Maybe that's got to be part of it, I guess. Uh, but he, yeah, he's super good at all that stuff. That's funny. It's funny how we, you know, kids will never know that. The kids that are growing up now, they won't know memorizing somebody's phone number. Oh, you know what? I guess they do because they do. I made them, uh, they memorize my number and my wife's phone number. So. For emergency purposes. For emergency purposes, yeah. yeah. Would they be able to actually dial it? I don't know. Like, yeah. Where's the number part? Where's the number? Yeah. I just press the icons with a picture of their face. <laughs> yeah. And you know it is dumbed down because even our little one, who's five years old, she can figure everything out on the phone. Cause yeah. Just, but it's all pictures. It's all, you know, just looking at, oh, this looks right. It's a picture of a phone. Hit the phone. Oh, there's a picture of mommy. There's mommy. Call yeah. mommy. There you yeah. go. Yeah. You don't even need to... Well, it's, yeah, the technology is just taking over, man. It really is. What do you think of these people who think that, because there's like different degrees of it, but like pe some people who think that we'll be replaced. We've talked about it on the podcast before, being replaced completely. Do you think you could ever put your, because Joe Rogan talks about this all the time, but I just don't think I buy it. Like, I don't think you can actually transplant your conscience into something else. You know, do you think that that's a, like, it seems like you could replace, a, if you did it one piece at a time, I guess, where's the line? But it seems like at some point you're going to lose that consciousness thing where maybe it's kind of you, but I don't know. Do you think that's, because we don't know what the fuck consciousness is. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's what I've always said, by the time I get old, technology is going to be so far advanced that I'm going to be like all be robot. Bionic man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like titanium bones and. Stuff like that. So you can see that, but you see, it seems like you'd stuff to have like your head or your brain or something. Like, because there's people that think you can eventually replace literally everything. Yeah. Where you're like a robot, but you're in a robot. And so yeah. you could live forever. Kind of that immortality. What's that dude's name? It's like 2045. He thinks by 2045 we'll have the ability yeah, to do that's that. Right, yeah. I don't know. Think about that IBM Watson thing, though, dude. That's freaky. What's the IBM Watson thing? Watson thing is that, that computer that was on Jeopardy. Who's competing with all those Jeopardy contestants? Oh, and right. Able to beat, speak, and talk, and yeah, yeah. react to you, and they've had multiple commercials about it. Like, yeah, I mean that's again just programming, but it's also programming to. That's where the shit gets things, weird, right? Yeah. When you start, where you go from like computer programming starts turning into the computer being able to think, and the more complicated their thinking becomes then, you know, they, who's to say it wouldn't be like some crazy horror flick and they just take over the world. <laughs> like, Skynet. 
Terminators. Right? <laughs> right? That, I mean, I could, it seems possible because the things that they're doing where they're having these computers play chess, they had this this one I was hearing on the news the other day. It was like it beat like all the top chess players and was like doing these crazy kind of, you know, it was learning. Like when it started, it was bad. Yeah. But it was learning to play the game over and over and like learning the players it was playing against and learning their moves and tendencies. And that's some creepy shit when like you've got a computer figuring out what your next move is going to be. Maybe, remember like the 1980-something like, movie War Games with Matthew Broderick? I don't know if I saw that. That was the same thing. It was a uh. computer program that was taught to learn. And um, basically, eventually, it took. It was inside of like the NORAD computers. And um, it, was playing a, it was playing a game called Nuclear Whatever, Nuclear War. And it thought it was playing a game, but it was actually really manning all the nuclear warheads and stuff like that and about to launch nuclear attack oh on my God, yeah. like other countries and stuff like that. And that's what you're saying. Like, it didn't understand the difference, the emotional difference, but it just understood. Right. See, that's what freaks me out about it. Like, if you've got them thinking... Like, their destiny is perfection. You know what I mean? That is not humans' destiny. It's like the old <laughs> biblical, you know, like yeah. the corruption of the flesh. Like, being a human is like, you know, you've got tendencies that are just instinctive. And we're sort of, with our consciousness and where we are and how we've developed, we're trying to find this balance, you know, of like, n- not not just, you know, doing whatever the hell we want, you know, and killing people and, you know, going and reproducing with whoever we want, you know, just going like apes, going crazy, even though we're definitely still partially, we got one foot in the ape world yeah. still for sure. <laughs> and that's sort of the point, you know, yeah. is that computers seem like they would just be perfect, you know, they would just analyze how to be absolutely perfect. And these humans, so inefficient and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of them. Yeah, I don't know. Let's turn off all the Wi-Fi signals in the world. Yeah. And then all the humans would be like, ah, I need to plug in somewhere. Yeah. That's a, me and my sister were talking about that. My sister's on a, on a total, uh, she's dived in down this rabbit hole, which is probably a good one to go down. But I guess she was telling me, did you hear this about, I still haven't looked it up. I've been trying to, this was like a day or two ago. She was telling me Johnson and Johnson. Do you hear any heard anything about them? Uh-uh. That like they came out and admitted that like they've known there's been carcinogenic stuff in most of their products the vast majority oh, yeah, of the yeah, products yeah, yeah. for like, since like the 1980s yep and their stock like super plummeted it down and like their ceo or Bro, something like that what like do you, i don't know what you use for your baby we dude all three of my kids we washed them in that johnson and johnson the Burt's. shampoo that these Burt's so smart brother i remember you talking about that actually <laughs> even before she was born you were saying before she was born you would you were talking about like making her all organic meals <laughs> Everything's and organic <laughs> and like i want to make organic food and but the thing is you have to cook this stuff there's no pre-made organic things and so we're cooking all this organic food and making it down for her and then all of a sudden like it's fucking tiring <laughs> it's just like you know what here you want a slice of my pizza Here's some pizza for you, but uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, dude. I'm having like, it's that time of year, just like allergies, like crazy. <laughs> and I ghetto packed this microphone in here, so I've got a paper towel. I can actually blow my nose. I'm sure the listeners love all this crazy noise I'm making right now. <laughs> so sorry. It drives me crazy. That's one of my pet peeves, like sniffing constantly. I can't stand that, but 
Uh, yeah, dude. No, and so she, my sister, was telling me about like she start got heavy into it and started researching like all the different stuff. It's so baby she, powder mostly, dude, yeah. Yeah. Well, they were saying that. Yeah, there's all kinds of in pretty much everything. Like everything I've used for my kids' entire lives. Like we've been they, to this day, the the girls still use the Johnson and Johnson. No tears shampoo. Oh jeez. Yeah, dude. They, we use all of it. It freaked me the hell out. And then so she she got really deep and she started looking at all the products she's using in her house. She revamped, man. She cleaned everything out, like all of her makeup and like like all her cleaning product, like everything. She just did a revamp of her house. And I was thinking, man, how much does that cost? But the other thing is, is like she said, she just feels better about it now. But that's when the conversation got weird because I started talking about, you know, okay, well, that's cool that you got that front covered because she's very open about being super paranoid about cancer. She was telling yeah. me our generation is the uh, the highest risk for cancer. I don't know if you knew that. The highest generation ever. We have the highest rates oh, of cancer. Sure, dude. Yeah, it just, makes sense. Yeah. But that's what I was telling her. It was like, even if you do all that in your house, which I don't think it hurts. I think it's a great move. But... Dude, there's still exhaust in there from all these cars you're breathing all the time. All the cran, the brake, you know that shit that comes off of brakes, the brake dust or whatever. Yeah. That's like all over the place on the streets, in the air. So you're breathing all that. And then we were talking about Wi-Fi. And like everywhere you go, there's Wi-Fi signals everywhere. and all this weird yeah. shit. And you know it's doing something because it messes with bees. Like yeah. it screws up their communication and it's like jacking with them in some way. So you know that stuff's real. But it's a matter of... We're on like the frontier. It's like the wild west of electronic stuff, you know. Like yep. we don't really know what the long term effects of these things are going to be. Well, it's everything too. Like obesity and everything is up, and diabetes is up, yep. and that's all because what like, we have everything is the high fructose corn syrup, you know. And it's everyone's always I was they had all those ads and it's in moderation. It's fine and da 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 da. Well, you know, back in the day. You know, when my grandparents were around and my parents, even when they were growing up, they didn't have to worry about all this high fructose corn syrup. And it's been linked in with, uh, like, diabetes big time. Because, like, my, my dad, when he went in for his um, a, A1C, AC1, whatever, whatever the diabetes test is, he said that because he, when he was tracking his foods when he stopped eating the high fructose corn syrups like his results went so much it's, down dude it's too funny that you uh, are talking about this because i asked you before if you listen to the most recent joe rogan podcast i'm all, i'm uh, like maybe 30 minutes in or so but that's exactly what they're talking about they, he, they were talking about that and joe rogan was like who is the fucking guy who figured out how to take the fructose out of the fruit you know like <laughs> who started down that road yeah because it's one of those things but it's funny you just talk about because they're talking about like all the effects of that stuff and sugar yeah. and and like sugars are it's really bad for you man yeah the certain sugars, certain sugars, but there's also certain sugars and fats that are good for you too. That yeah, in small amounts yeah. though. Like the average person, it's supposed to be like twenty five grams or less, which is crazy. I was telling you about my bad addiction to the creamer, the coffee creamer. <laughs> Those, it's like it's like a creamer, so it's got sugar and two, the milk two, stuff. Two thirds creamer, one third coffee. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty close. Might as well have been. I've been. I'm working on trying to cut down on that. Flavor creamer. But you think about it, and you're like, oh, okay, 25 grams of sugar. I should be getting a day. And you're like, damn. By the time I've had two cups of coffee, I'm like twice that. You know, it's like, oh my god. And then you think about anything else you eat in the day that's got sugar, and we don't think about it. But like everything's got sugar. Coffee flavored creamer. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's gonna be the future. <laughs> that's the future. <laughs> well, what is it? No, what is the um, people will just drink. the Wally movie. 
Oh, that was a cool movie. You know, it talks about how we basically destroyed Earth and right. trash and shit everywhere, and basically <laughs> nothing can grow. But then they were showing like how humans became so adapted to like doing nothing, just floating around in fucking space, and they're all fat and like yep. they've evolved to like nothing, and they relied on movement and automation that was and the computers cr- yeah and- that was the craziest thing is like that's exactly what's <laughs> happening like it's, we're, we're getting we're yeah, headed we're, we're that fatter, we're fatter we're definitely heading down that road man yeah it's really it's really nuts when you think about it it's funny how we have it's it's ironic that we have like all this science and all these things now that we know so many good things to do for our health but then we look at our society and we're like, we're doing the opposite of everything that we know, you know, like we're sitting here talking about these sugars as I'm sitting here drinking a coffee that I, you know, put some <laughs> sugar in, some white sugar granulated, yeah. like table sugar or whatever it's called, which is supposed to be like the worst. That's the high fruit. It's yeah. that and high fructose corn syrup. Corn syrup. Yeah. It's supposed to be like the two worst things for you. I just put a little sprinkle, just <laughs> a, little, a little sprinkle on this one. I don't know. <laughs> like people are worried nowadays, like fucking automation and making things like easy and stuff like that meanwhile mike pierce here is just wondering why i can fucking replace my bones with some metal and i can jump <laughs> over fucking walls and buildings and shit like that yeah i want to be able to have like fun and stuff and other people are like no i want to do less do you think maybe if we hang on we're, we're young enough that we could hang on you know for another couple of decades and maybe they're going to figure some of this stuff out and we could live a lot longer yeah. and have cool ass bodies that's that what i'm thinking yeah jumping all over the place and and that brings a whole new exosuits. Like they already have fucking video yeah. games that are talking about these exosuits and how they're assisting people and really? the military is starting to use like well, like even construction are using these exosuits like to like these giant ass jackhammers. Like without an exosuit, you're like ah, vibrate all, all over the fucking place. place and everything. Yeah, yeah. But they put on like these little exo power assist suits and it's just like and it's just like metal like around your ankles and like supporting like major parts of your body mm-hmm. and it's just showing this guy like and he's just standing, standing still. there just like yeah. jackhammering the shit out of the ground oh that's interesting yeah there's lots of stuff like that you can imagine that you know in the have future have you ever used a jackhammer before by the way an actual no I haven't yeah it's fucking crazy at first it if you looks never used crazy it. it's so giant yeah when I so when I when I was doing the deck by the way I got rid of the Concrete, the, the concrete, foundation, the stuff foundation. That was there. the patio, essentially, that was right. there. So I was like, I'm gonna break this shit up. I'm gonna... So I got one from like Home Depot, rented it, and I took it back home. And the guy was like, Well, how big do you need it? And I told him the slab size and everything like that. And he goes, No, this should work. And it's like a medium sized one. I didn't get the fucking giant one. Yeah, but still, this medium sized one was like a hundred pounds. Damn, you know, it's like fucking heavy. The medium sized yeah, one, it's like fucking heavy, dude. And so Holy you get it, crap. And you put it in the ground, and it just uses the. The momentum of the the hydraulic pushing up and then slamming down Damn. onto the thing, dude. It's it's dead. It's just like at first, if you don't know what you're expecting, dude, <laughs> you're just like draw. You're like, what the? F-? It's like when you see people. I saw a video of some chick shooting a gun for the first time and like had this, the scope like smacked her in the eye oh, like dude. so hard. Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. Uh, did you wear steel-toed boots when you did it? Uh, no, it was I wore my cowboy boots. <laughs> See, I'd be so scared. I'd be clumsy or something. Just go right crush through my it. foot. <laughs> no, I wore the wear my cowboy boots, but I wore goggles and ear plugs. Important, dude. Yep. The earplugs are crucial. crucial. Even with the earplugs, dude, you're still like you take them out, and again, it's like someone's talking to you. It's like I'm going. To <laughs> 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 We've talked about this. Yeah, that's one of the biggest mistakes I made. Was there was quite a few different times where I'd forget them, and I should have gone back to the shop for the day. And instead, <laughs> I'm like, ah, it's gonna screw my root all up. I'll be here later today. I'm just gonna rough it out. And it is like that. By the end of the day, ears are ringing, and 
Plus, the other thing I never did too was um, wear earplugs and bands. We talked about that before yeah. too. That's another big one. Yeah. Fuck old man. Fuck getting old. No right. Yeah. Watch all this shit like you on the chopper. Like I think I'm gonna have to start considering wearing earplugs on that too. Because... That would make sense. <laughs> it's super loud, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I could see that. There, I knew dudes. I you see that stuff like that happens. Like when I was in that Despicables, the yeah. reggae group, uh-huh. our lead guitar players who was lead guitar player who was phenomenal by the way uh he had to wear earplugs because when we would jam he would literally be like in physical pain oh, like he'd geez, be holding dude. his ears and, wow. stuff. and like it, i remember when we started he would just complain about it and then like sometimes we'd have to we'd all turn down or whatever just so it didn't bother him and after a while he just started wearing earplugs at rehearsal and he's like i have to man i just can't but that was years and years of you know playing in heavy rock bands and damn and it's insanity man can't, I, I luckily I never got to that point for me, but you know I've had some scared like when I got sick that last time and I <laughs> lost ear the fixed, hearing yeah. in my right ear. Oh my god! It's a it's funny how we have all these senses and you don't you just take them for granted until like you go whoa I could have I could have lost that like what if I lost yeah. my hearing like my whole life would be <laughs> up shit creek man like yeah. I don't know what I would do <laughs> if if suddenly I couldn't hear I mean obviously got to restructure my entire life <laughs> Tony Dollar music would be no more no it'd be Tony Dollar artwork yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I could still see I guess I don't know no I don't know what I would do but but it is funny how we take stuff like that for granted there's this meditation I used to do which I really loved it was um I can, I'm not even going to try to say his name. He's like a really famous, um, uh, is it, I think he's from Vietnam, a Vietnamese Buddhist monk. And he has this one meditation where he walks you through like all of the senses and all of your body. Like there's a part you like touch your eyes and think about how you're thankful the, for the fact that you can see. And it's just his whole point is like you never stop and think about <laughs> how much you love everything your body does. And that when it stops doing something that you're used to, like seeing or hearing or whatever it's it's a giant blow to your life what you looking up there buddy nothing i was just trying to see if i can find your vietnamese buddhist monk it, thin not han i think his name is i oh. have a few books by him yeah there it is yeah yeah I, I don't han. even know i'm probably not even close to the right pronunciation but yeah. uh yeah if it if you live in uh, Washington, D.C., or you live in uh, Denver area or the Bay Area, and you are listening right now, and you know how to pronounce that name, why don't you call us and leave us a voicemail with the correct pronunciation? That's what it says. Wikipedia says, Thin Nak Yan. Thin Nak Yang? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if Thin that's what I said. Yan. See, that's how bad I am. Yeah. I don't even remember if that's even close <laughs> to what I said. I don't know. I said three uh, syllables. I know that. <laughs> It's about all I know for sure. Yeah. No, but it's really cool. It's it's. Uh, what about those restaurants that do that shit, where it's like the the dark, like you're eating in the dark, and so your 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 sense of oh, touch and your sense of smell and your sense of taste, taste like or overloaded. Yeah, because uh. you can't see anything. Is that a thing? Yeah. Restaurants do they that where res- they have no lights. There are some restaurants that are specialize in that. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there's a lot of like really good restaurants that have super dim lighting. That makes sense. I never thought about that being a conscious effort, but it probably is anytime. Because that's what people say, like people who lose their sight, their hearing gets incredibly good and fine-tuned. So here's one of the Blind Cafe. So you just go in there. It's Culture l- addicted to multitasking with images and stimuli flashing in your faces nonstop. There's that, Blind Cafe. 
Wow, they're going down a whole route of like getting away from all the. Still not getting away from the Wi-Fi, everybody. Still not. <laughs> yeah. Still Wi-Fi in there. I bet you. <laughs> and cellular mobile signals and satellite stuff, radio yeah. waves. Dinner in the dark, though. Yeah, know. it makes sense. I could see that. Have you ever seen those shows? I think it's on Sci-Fi or Spike when they're like in the dark and they're like putting their hands inside like these boxes and they're supposed to touch what's ever in the boxes and they're all like fucking afraid because they're like I don't know what it is and it's like something furry it's like something furry they're like oh my god and it's like a fucking teddy bear oh it's okay. like yeah 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 you know we get it all freaked out and you know they're touching something and it's like a wet sponge or something like that it's the heart of fear right it's the yeah. unknown it's the unknown it's the unknown that's right yeah I don't know Speaking of unknown, <laughs> what is this country going to look like after the next presidential election? Unknown. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, it's so crazy. I said we'd bring it up. Might as well. The uh, the uh, that the Republican debate, the most recent one. Yeah, man. Dude, they just flipped a Yui, pulled it in. Rain, everybody it? reined it in. I don't know. I feel like somebody <laughs> high up somewhere ta- had a talk with all of them and said, dude, you guys are going to blow this and we're going to give this to Bernie or Clinton. Most likely Clinton, I guess. Uh, and so they, I, I don't know. I have no idea, but they definitely stopped. It was a very civil, and it, it was interesting for me because I feel kind of guilty because the last, that last debate that was just craziness where they're just insulting each other left and right. Yeah. I listened to like the whole thing. It was like three hours, man. Yeah. And I listened to the entire Which thing. Just fucking insults. And then this one was shorter. Yeah. And I couldn't, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's so boring. It's <laughs> so boring. There you go. Yeah. But even, even Donald Trump had some, uh, some uh, substance to what he was saying. He talked a, a very small amount of policy and uh, what he was actually going to do. It was respectful to everybody. It was uh, it was interesting. I feel like it's going to kill him though. But I don't know. I say that, and then in the debate, uh, people were still cheering him like crazy because he took he redacted that thing about saying you know we'll just kill the families. He didn't say it directly. He didn't directly redact it or anything like that, but he basically just said, uh, you know, we'll have to follow the laws. And then he tagged on the end of that. But you know, if we really want to do good, we need to revisit our laws, (laughs) but everybody cheered like crazy. Yeah. Still cheering. But what a stark contrast between what you were showing me, um, before the podcast in Chicago, yeah, dude, fucking Chicago, University of Illinois, like rally that he had going on, just like today, like they canceled his rally because thousands, and it was like a street, the street right in front of this whole place was like just packed with people, just protesters. Yeah, thousands of protesters, and you could tell that like. Even because it was mixed in with all, a lot of Trump supporters came out yeah. too, it seemed like. But you could tell, like like you were saying, like when we heard the end of it, where he basically announced he was like, "Yeah, we just determined we've checked with the you know the the the, the law and everything, and if the, the what, what am I trying to say? The, the police, security, yeah. security, whatever, yeah. and uh, determined it'd be better. It's going to be the safest move to just go ahead and cancel. And you heard like a mix of boos and cheers, but the cheers were way, way louder. louder, dude. Yeah. So maybe like the realization of. <laughs> the uh, the debate with people acting normal <laughs> triggered this this protest, and they're like, "Oh shit, they're really trying." Yeah, because it happened <laughs> after. That's odd, right? They're really gonna try. They're really gonna try to win this thing. Yeah, uh, and most of the like I was looking at the signs. A lot of them were saying like, "Deport Donald." You know, dump. It said, "Dump the Trump." Dump the Trump over the wall. <laughs> yeah, and it was like uh, a lot of. There's a lot of Hispanic and Latino flags 
out there, dude. There's, you know, Puerto Rican flags, there's Mexican flags, mm-hmm. like just waving around and Nazi flags. So like Nazi saying that he flags? was you know, like a Nazi. Oh my well, god. Well geez, did you see that picture that somebody took um at one of his most recent rallies when he asked everybody to raise their right hand and pledge that they would vote in the next election and it literally looked like fucking Nazi thing everyone's right hand is like oh my aired. god like see what well, dude wrote was it rubio he hit it right on the head when he he was like dude when you're trying to get this job this is like a job interview like we're interviewing with you guys to get your approval it's not the other way around like yeah he had such a good point with that and like donald trump like some kind of dictator like pledge your support by raising your hand right now and rubio's i totally agree with him he's like no 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 no. you should be raising your hand to them you know you're going to be serving the people it's not the other way around yeah dude. so so bizarre it definitely to me it's like, it's like a key into how he sees the presidency well, isn't that weird though isn't isn't he the one that like has the most absentees or something Rubio, like that? yeah right <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he needs to support the people <laughs> that's a really good point yeah yep. no they're all yahoos i don't like any of the republicans over there maybe Kasich's the most respectable and the most down to earth the most full of compromise yeah and, and that so I could, I could i could dig on him but uh i don't know i think bernie's my guy i mean but I don't know. I don't have a guy. What am I talking about? I don't pay enough attention. Yeah. But, you know, you do see that he was he, civil rights, you know, a civil rights guy marching with Martin Luther King and doing stuff back in the day. He was, seems like a humble guy. Seems like a super smart dude. And, and they're not, and they're not portraying that out into the you know media. They're not saying I walked with Martin Luther King. No, like of that. course yeah. not. No, no. Hillary's the, Being humble. she's the, yeah. uh, she's the anointed one. Yeah. I mean, what is she? The most recent one now is now that Nancy Reagan has passed away and like now she's like adopting nancy reagan's like aids i heard her giving some speech she said some crazy statement like everybody knows i'm not really a a politics person like my like my husband bill or like president obama was like like hell you aren't (laughs) you are so entrenched in the system are you kidding me the secretary of state and in last yeah and the first term, emails right? and all that stuff. oh dude i know like what do you mean you're not a politics person i thought that was pretty disingenuous she seems pretty she doesn't seem so genuine to me like we're talking about podcasts you know real like like we we, we were showing me that uh that t-shirt was it d i think it was joey diaz and it was like as his running mate and having joe rogan run yeah, for president rogan and diaz. he would never do it but dude People would, man. Millions of people would vote for him because that's what we need. It's this authenticity. And I think that's like the opposite of what Clinton is. And even though Bernie's got some issues maybe and, you know, he's older and everything, he is pretty genuine. Like listening to him talk, it seems like I really believe him. I believe what he's saying. It seems like he's speaking from his heart. Whether he's right on everything is up for debate, but at least he's doing that much. Whereas these other people like, oh, I feel like Clinton would lie to my face. Like I don't trust anything coming out of her mouth. and. Like Joe, like Joe D. Yeah, I, and I'm with him on that. Like, I don't think she's super trustworthy, but I think, I don't think, unlike Joe, I don't think that she stands out any more than any of these other corrupt politicians. Yeah. You know, they all, they're all worthy of probably going to jail. Uh, but I told you my wife was listening to the last episode, yeah. <laughs> tripping out on Joe. <laughs> God bless Joe. Love that he. Does anybody that like listen to that last one and, and Joe? Joe D is an awesome friend. He's a great guy. Good He's dude. always there when you need him. And and uh, but yeah, his views He's got are different. Some wacky beliefs, yeah. you know. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> but he is. He's a good dude. And what we were talking about too. What's cool about Joe is that he. 
he has there is substance behind what he believes it's not nothing i don't know if he's developed that over the last several years or how that's come to be but at least he does you know a lot of people they have the talking points and if you ask them anything beyond that they it's almost like they go into panic mode they just keep repeating the talking points over and over which he didn't do that so god bless him hope he comes back on uh i say god bless him because i know (laughs) he's a churchgoer he's a devout christian he's a devout christian yeah nothing wrong with that man living christian a christian life is a good way to go but that's the problem that's what we're talking about is like like the evangelicals that uh you know a vast majority of them support donald trump Uh but dude how much does he represent it's the leaders that are like no dude we can't get behind this guy like he doesn't he's this is not a christian man you people but it's amazing how many people probably consider themselves christian you know, and they're like, "Yeah, Donald's our dude." Like, are you kidding me? He's talking about punching people in the face, and yeah, that's not turn the other cheek. That's and uh, killing terrorist <laughs> families and right, going after their families. Yeah. Get them where it hurts. Yeah, you know, that is not dude. They're trying to kill our families, but isn't that kill their? Don't families? you find that weird? Because we, there's a lot of Christians, uh, the, people that claim to be Christian yeah. in our in the United States, and then when it comes to that, it's like they're not. Are they really? I it's mean, the number one religion in the world. Yeah, well, is it? I is think, that the most? Yeah, and then number two oh, okay. is Islam. Islam, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the funny. Always been the funniest thing to me is how similar all the core messages of all the religions are, you know, and how many people died. You know, people die in the name of Christianity, die in the name of Islam, die in the name of whatever. It's just like it makes no sense. Like, why can't we just come together? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, it's Christians and then Muslims. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I totally believe And then irreligious it. and atheists. Really? Is there a big portion of atheists? <laughs> yeah, irreligious. Is that, they're the third. Yeah. I know in some Hindus, places. Hindus is fourth. Buddhists is fifth. Yeah, I know some places like Britain. I was reading something in, about Britain recently. Where, fun facts. Oh, is that? Every yeah. time I think I read so smart, I read some article. I was like, no, you read the fun facts. You're smart Mike. through me, Tony. <laughs> smart through you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. So, so what? Again, Christians... Number one, Muslims, irreligious, and atheists, uh, Hindus, Buddhists, Taoists, Confucianists, okay, um, and then indigenous, and then Sikh, Sikhism, and then Ju- Judaism. Wow, that's like way down way there. down there. Interesting. And spiritism. And yeah, it's you know, man, it's yeah. it's something I struggle with because uh, I told you I've I've actually been going to church. I go to a Christian church now, um, and I don't always one hundred percent agree with everything everybody's saying. Like, I just don't. I've always had a problem with organized religion in that way. Like, I think we're individual people and we think in our own individual ways. Um, but I get something out of it. My family gets something out of it. And we enjoy it, um, and and I do believe in God. You know, so for me, that's it's it's enjoyable. But to me, what's so weird is like how we get so caught up on judging other people, whether it's Christian no matter what it is and that's like the f- a fundamental part of all religions is sort of that reserve judgment there's no you shouldn't be pointing your finger unless your hands are clean you know and most of us our hands aren't clean <laughs> yes, you know that's no. just <laughs> that's just the truth so it's weird when you hear stuff like oh christianity the number one religion in the world my first question is like how many of those people live christian lives like i got a good buddy who's totally atheist ironically his name's jesse too uh <laughs> he's totally atheist but like 
he's one of the most Christ-like people I've ever known. Like he's like he's so giving, turn the other cheek, selfless, like all these great qualities. Mm-hmm. And I just can't get over the fact that we get so caught up on you know, do you bow down to this God or you this religion or this guy is Christian? And then this guy, he's totally atheist. He does not believe there's any God at all, and he's one of the best dudes I know. Like yeah. he treats people well. Yeah. He's a good person. Um, so I just think that it's not always necessary. I'm gonna get kicked out of my church for this yeah. <laughs> after this podcast. Uh, but I do <laughs> this I, Sunday. You're gonna go there, and they were like, "Well, we heard your podcast, Tony." No, no, they're super good people. That's one of the things I love about them. I don't think they really uh, get hung up on that stuff. And and I think for me, that was part of finding a cool church. But but you know, I just don't think people have to go to church to be good people, and I don't think people have to believe in God to be good people. Um, it's a personal choice, and I think it's up to everybody. But it is interesting when you hear numbers where like all oh, these millions of Christians, like how many people are actually living? With, you know, <laughs> the Christians. We're winning. Christians, we're winning. Yeah, we're winning. Right. That's totally what Jesus wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's a weird yeah. it's, a, it's a weird territory. It's a personal choice, but I just don't think there's any tie. I, I know too many people that are just wonderful people doing great things in the world uh, and they don't necessarily have a religion or in some cases don't even believe in a God, you know. So Yeah. Well it's my wife is Christian and she yeah. goes to church Sundays yeah, yeah. and and likes shirts and she wants me to go. I'm not a church person. Yeah, we talked I about just, that. Yeah, just didn't have a real positive well, experience in it. And and yeah. where I do believe there, I do believe in a God. I don't believe it's necessarily a Christian God or a Muslim right. God. There is a God, mm-hmm. and again, it's my my views are like tied in with religious and atheism and spiritualism because mm-hmm, sure. I believe that after I'm done here, I'm not going to go heaven and hell. I'll just be right. I'm with reused. You. Yep. My energy would be reused somewhere like Jesse. Jesse pointed that out. It was on the podcast last, last week that, you know, when he, he believes when he dies that he will just be, his energy will flow throughout the universe and be reused in a different capacity, whether good or bad. It's yeah. just going to be reused somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, I think, uh, yeah, people again, people just get caught up in the details, you know, of of whatever it is like like the whole Jesus thing. Like I think Jesus and like was one of many prophets, you know. There's been people that are, you know, super connected to God and have a great message and like live their life in this way that's that's remarkable, but people fight so much over who you're worshiping. Like who is your God? Is it Jah? Is it Allah? Is it, you know, God? Is it Jesus? Is it and it's if you're part of the Christians and you're Catholic, then you're all these saints. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of the church thing, cause I had told you I had had some really bad experiences in church uh, when I was a lot younger. I had one of those things where I went to like a United Pentecostal church and I guarantee you, we don't have any United Pentecostal listeners on this show. If they do, they're just hate. We would have heard from them by now. I guarantee <laughs> it. Uh, but it's like super, super strict. It's that whole concept of uh, what is it? What do they call it? Hell. And it's a certain kind of preaching where it's like hell and, damnation hellfire and damnation something where it's all fear-based you know what i mean because i'm with you i don't believe i'm i i go with bob marley on the whole you know if you know what life is worth you'll look for your years on earth i think heaven and hell exist totally i believe in heaven and hell i think when it's referred in the bible i think it's a real thing but i think it's here like what we create we make this a heaven do we make this a hell in every moment in your within yourself are you going to choose to go the way it's good bad that really does exist but the whole concept of like you know just living to go somewhere after this and it's going to be super heaven or super hell or whatever mm-hmm. like and it just doesn't seem 
it doesn't seem it seems so narrow i don't know what happens though i think and i do think your karma affects it i'm not with jesse i'm not completely like and maybe you like which is literally you just go back into the universe as nothing and that's who knows maybe that's just me holding on to that because i don't like the way that sounds you know (laughs) i want there to be something more but a lot of buddhist stuff is neat too they talk a lot about all the different possibilities that can happen in the afterlife based on how you lived your life in this life and the life before that and the life before that they believe in reincarnation and all that stuff but yeah, we got Mike and Tony get religious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just got real. Shit just got real. Uh, no, I think it's important to have these conversations, though, because I think you know people have to understand the difference between uh, just following a religion. Just even the pastor at that church says that you know, you just going and sitting in church doesn't make you a better person. I'm sorry. Yeah. So if you want any religious advice, email Mike and Tony Show at wrmradio.net. That's right. We'll pick out a religion for you. You can try out. And if you don't like it, <laughs> maybe you can try a religion program yeah. for $5.99. $5.99. We'll custom find a religious program for you in your area. Uh, some people need it. You know, it's important. Got Live it. in Minnesota and you like voodoo? Bring it back up north. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous, man. <laughs> Oh. That's crazy. Voodoo. That's I don't crazy. know much about voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah. Is it, that's the is that the stuff where they like poke the dolls or whatever? Yeah. Like, oh really? Yeah. That's people really is like that, witchcraft and stuff like that, uh, and like spells and curses and yikes. Yeah. But they say it's like you only voodoo only exists if you believe it exists. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't point. believe in voodoo, so <laughs> nobody's going to get me with those stupid pins. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And then, see, it seems like people always associate Santeria. I don't even know what that is. I only know about it because of the Sublime song, <laughs> right? Yeah. But isn't that some good... I don't know. I've heard people call that voodoo, but I don't know if, what if it really is voodoo or like what it's based on. It's an on. Afro-Caribbean religion based on <laughs> Yorub- Yoruba. Yoruba? beliefs and traditions with some roman catholic elements added interesting <laughs> i'm gonna create my own religion now just like based off just <laughs> reading that first fucking sentence <laughs> i'm just gonna be like yeah my new religion is in regards to uh, buddhism and uh elements of that doing some meditation uh but at the same time atheism where you can just yeah. believe in some energy and going back into the earth. But if you're bad, then you're going to well, go to hell. You know what? You, you, you're, you're talking about atheism. And even Jesse, I kind of want to bring this up to him because it almost sounds pantheistic. Have you ever heard that term before? That's sort of the belief that God is the universe. Like everything is God. Hmm. Um, which you know, Buddhism touches on some of that stuff too. But that kind of, when he talks about his energy, as soon as he says my energy, it makes me think, eh, I don't know if you're a full atheist there, buddy. Might be a little pantheistic. Yeah, dude. So this the religion is also known as La Regla, La Kumi. La and, Regla means yeah. the rule in Spanish. And the Kumi. Or the and, law. Yeah, the rule of Osha. Mm. Santeria is a syncretic religion that grew out of the slave trade in Cuba. <laughs> so how, how recent was that? Uh, so like, <laughs> dude, but you're I'm right, though. See, religion. that's kind of my point is like, I don't feel like there's any specifically right religion. Like, it... it that's a fundamental flaw in the religion if you're like oh you have to believe exactly this or you're completely wrong because that happens all the time like you're talking about those mixes like that's rastafarianism man it's a mix of christianity and then just like probably some i would imagine some old school maybe african 
uh, believes. I don't know. They combine all kinds of stuff, but it's very Christian uh, in a lot of ways. Rastafarianism, but they they combine. You know, they throw the weed in there. They think that's a big part of it. Yeah. So this one, the in Haiti, the practitioners use voodoo. It's a Haitian religion. Yeah, I feel like I've come uh, across that before. Yeah, they serve the spirits by participating in ritual ceremonies, usually called a service to the loa or an African service. Wow. That's when they do like all those sacrifices and stuff like that. That's crazy. Man. That sounds actually, that sounds like old biblical stuff. <laughs> like the days of Abraham, they sacrificed the lambs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then. Give me your child, Abraham. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, is like, I think the Bible's cool, man. And I told you, I've been reading a lot out of it, but there's some wacky shit in the Bible for sure, man. Like that, that that's one of the stories is that, Ab- uh, was it Abraham, I think? Like God asked him, you know, I need you to sacrifice your son. He's like, what? Yeah. Okay, God. <laughs> and so he like takes his son out there and he's just about to like stab a knife through him. And then God's like, hold on. Okay, I see that you are faithful. And I'm just like... I don't know, man. That doesn't sound right. Isn't God, to me, God is like all compassionate, you know, love. He's not going to be like, kill your son. Oh, you were going to do it. You do love me. Like Maybe. that doesn't, that seems weird. That seems like a really needy guy. That's a like power trip right not there. balanced. Yeah. With a power trip. Right. I don't think God has a power trip at all. That's a fucking trip. <laughs> Craziness. I'm I'm actually very scared that somebody from my church is gonna <laughs> now listen to this. Now I am. I've told you this before. I am who I am, man. I I believe what I believe, and I'm figuring that out as time goes by. But like yeah. when it comes to certain things, when it comes to weed, when it comes to I am who I am, and that's what it is. Yep. My fear is that my family loves it, and my kids love it, and I'm gonna get us kicked out. Danny got us kicked out. That is getting out of church. That's not the same way. Podcast. I'm real and face value. Yep. Like, you know, I don't apologize for anything that I'm not sorry for. And we talked about that after the <laughs> podcast. My, <laughs> right, wife, right. my wife gets mad because she's always like, you never apologize for yeah. anything. Yeah. You never apologize for anything. Because I'm like, I'm never sorry for anything. And if I, you know, <laughs> do you want a fake apology? Because I feel like that's more insulting to give you a fake apology than it's just disingenuous, right? Genuine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with that. I think people got to be real, man. You got to be who you are and you got to be open and honest about stuff. Um, what do you think, buddy? You want to, uh, yeah, man, we can hit up a little bit of these, uh, fun, fun facts. facts. So again, if you want to be part of the fun facts and we have added a few people onto this list, um, it's Mike and Tony show at W R O M radio dot net. Uh, and again, it's 50 of the shit that I just read all over the internet and look at. So if you want to be a part of that. Let me know. Yeah, please let us know. Uh, we will get you added on the list. It's just cool stuff. It's just it's a good break, you know, when yeah. you're buried in work or whatever. You stop for a minute and just kind of go through and read them. They're they're super cool. I feel like I had come across this somewhere. It might have been in a previous fun fact or something. But the a bolt of lightning killed an entire soccer team in a game in 1998. I feel like I saw a. I don't know if I saw a video of it or. Maybe that was one dude get. I don't know what I saw, <laughs> but that's crazy. An entire team. Was all killed by God, lightning. God wanted the other team to win. <laughs> <laughs> God's a huge soccer fan, I'm a football fan. <laughs> I'm glad you're not really religious, Mike. <laughs> How about this one, dude? This is for Joe D. If he was here, in the USA, you are statistically about twice as likely to kill yourself rather than to be murdered. 
Uh, dude, I definitely thought about Joe D when I read that one. Because he was talking about how he has his gun for Yeah, and my whole thing, and, and I, I, I was getting worked up that night, but I, I like that was my biggest thing was like, funny, we just talked about the lightning one because I'm like, you might as well prepare for what you walk around with a rubber helmet. I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's so many things that could happen. And if you really look at the big picture, like somebody breaking into your house and killing you is like so small. Like there's so many other things like that you have a better chance. So yeah, no, that one well, definitely. Like you're saying they're just breaking in your house to take shit. They're not. <laughs> yeah, most of the time, right? And it's just, the stats just show it. It's more likely you're going to die if you got a gun. Like so, you can think that you're protecting yourself, but when you really look at the odds of it, the odds are you're going to get, you know, you're going to get killed. This one I liked because I grew up in Fresno, uh, where I remember it snowed one time uh, when I was a kid, and it was not even snow. Now that I've seen real snow, yeah. <laughs> it was like slush for like ten minutes, you know, and then it melted very quickly because it was so the street was so warm. But um, two thirds of the world's population has never seen snow. That's like sixty-seven percent of people on the planet have never seen snow, which makes sense if you think about the whole planet. Yeah, you know, a few spots there's going to be. High enough elevation and cold enough weather for, for Africa's snow. Africa's big old desert. And <laughs> I'm a cheese ball at Christmas, man. I love the snow. Yeah. Like that winter feeling. The white Christmas thing. That's what I always like, too. You always want that white Christmas. Yeah. And for someone like growing up in Fresno, man, I don't take four seasons for granted at all. I enjoy it. Yeah. Even though it's kind of morphed into two seasons lately, don't you think? It seems I like know. in the last 10 years, it's it's more like, well, maybe this, they're just different. Yeah, we won't get into all that. <laughs> Global you, warming. Yeah, as I say, go get Jesse and Joe. Are you back. A Republican. <laughs> Global no, warming's global not warming. real. Well, it's Marco Rubio in that last debate when he was talking about. We don't know if global warming is real. We're just saying that it's definitely getting hotter. <laughs> it's like no, yes, it's. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the biggest misconception people have about global warming because of the name. This is the name is stupid. That's why it needs to be climate, global climate change or whatever. And because even Joe Dub had some points with that too. Like the, it does always change. Like yeah. there, there's no doubt about it. Is that it gets warmer, it gets cooler, but there's no doubt, and there is strong science behind the fact that the there has been a correlation between crazy extreme weather increase and the industrial revolution till now. <laughs> yeah. So come on, man. Like this is real science. People are really studying this and you can't you can't dismiss it. But that's the biggest thing is people think, well it's in some places it's actually a super crazy snowstorm. So it's not global warming. Like no, it's not just that everything gets warmer. The overall yeah. temperature gets warmer, but well, this past weekend, Misha Tate won, right? Yes. So, this is one of the fun facts: is UFC fighter Misha Tate was vacationing with her boyfriend and his parents when his mother uh, suffered an asthma attack wow. while snorkeling and almost drowned, uh, unable to perform CPR due to a closed throat. Misha saved her by repeatedly taking puffs of her mother-in-law's asthma inhaler and blowing it into her lungs. Unbelievable, man. What a cool person she is. Right? Just to think about that, like, there's, again, there's people that are, you know, fight or flight. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a, like, fight. Oh, yeah. Figure this out right now. Mm -hmm. Definitely. She's a cool person, man. Mm. Uh, Yeah, when I saw that, I was just like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah. That fits. She seems like a real class act too. Like she's not a shit talker or anything like that. Like some of those those people are. By the way, we, I don't think we haven't had a podcast since the fight, right? Yeah. Conor, Conor McGregor lost, man, by submission last week, which was uh, to a dude that took the fight two weeks prior. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, Nate Diaz though, but that he's a beast. You, yeah. you familiar with yep. him? Yep. Yeah, he well, is he has, a brawler. He has, the, he has the most submissions in USC history. Well, the funny thing is, he started as a striker, like JD. Yeah, like he was a striker guy, and then he just because he wanted to work on that ground game, he just dedicated himself to doing it. Even though he even admitted he really didn't like doing it in the beginning. Yeah, um, but he's a black belt in jujitsu, um, and that came through uh, for sure. I saw some post today. Somebody had shared something on Facebook, and where it was like, uh, "That's why." Uh, Boxing is a real sport and MMA is not because yeah, it was a picture of Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz and Nate it, after the fight and Nate yeah. Diaz's face was just jacked up yep. because man Conor was definitely winning that fight. There's no doubt about it. He was winning that fight, um, but in his face wasn't as messed up. And they're like, see, it's, you could tell by looking at their faces who won. Like, it's not boxing, Fulio. It's yeah. MMA. So it's a submission is a victory. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to break it. Don't watch MMA if yeah. you don't. You're going to complain about that. You should just stick to boxing. But, but Nate Diaz is a good boxer too. That's he's super, super yeah. good boxer. Um, but it, it was interesting to see Connor kind of run out of gas a little bit, and then just realize that he. I mean, he jumps up in weight. That's why. Well, dude. But you know, one thing that d- definitely he seemed to have was that power. But like he said, was he's used to fighting those little guys where he can just load up and they just crumble. He's not going to. The fight's not going to go that long. Yeah. But he was low nub against Nate Diaz, and he's just Nate Diaz is known that's for his that. Weight class yeah yeah <laughs> and he just kept coming and kept coming so it was, it was a good fight though yeah. i told you it was the best mma fight i ever saw and you didn't watch because you had to watch duke oh, blue watch devils duke, yeah and, uh, unfortunately i watched duke lose i'm sorry buddy that sucks <laughs> <laughs> sucks if you're a duke fan all right here's another one dude that this is crazy the U.S. government still provides up to 300 pre-rolled marijuana joints to four surviving patients from a now-defunct program that started in 1976. Those are some happy people. That's so cool. It didn't say how frequently. Is that a month or a year maybe? I think it's a year oh, yeah. because like in the article that I was, I was reading, this lady's 74 fucking years old in, in Oregon, and she actually got pulled over. She got pulled over by the state troopers, and she had fucking three hundred joints on her. Seventy-four year old lady, and, they and she's had, they, all good though. She's yeah, like, and they all called and everything like that. And she checks said, out. She's like, "Yeah, and Chatty Kathy, and she's she uses it for her glaucoma. That's what it is yeah, for." And really like good that. For that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's under this new program—not new, but old program that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, they started off with like. 18 people something like that and now there's only four people because they're i think they're only four people living <laughs> right now Wow! but she started off and yeah showed this fucking coffee can dollar no joke just the whole thing just rolled joints inside of it just can just rolled joints that sounds nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's cool it, and it's the high and it said it was high grade marijuana yeah man i've said it once i said it many times so many benefits dude it's good stuff it's good um, to hear that it makes me wish well that and the government obviously has understands it understands it and has a portion of themselves in the marijuana <laughs> industry <laughs> Yeah. They're, they're growing that somewhere, Tony. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be the future, right? Don't you think at some point even the federal government just goes, okay, and then as soon as they say, okay, they're going to get involved in it as well yep. and, and, and start making money out of it and stuff? That's probably the point when you'll have to go organic and do your own thing because it'll get all, all these additives they'll put in it. Um, I thought this one was cool. This definitely resonates with my personal experience in life. Uh, taking magic mushrooms just once can permanently change a person's personality, even as an adult. Uh, I think it's really cool. Um, we've talked about that. I, I know it changed my life um, and the way I see things and 
you know, there's probably a lot of Christians that I'm definitely getting kicked out of my church <laughs> would disagree. But for me, it was like, I felt closer to, I felt like that's a good way to experience God, you know, like in a certain way. And now I'm sounding, I'm going to piss everybody off in this episode. All the people, he just keeps talking about God and then I get kicked out of my church, <laughs> everything. But no, but it does. And there's all these studies coming out now too. Like people take mushrooms to quit smoking and to, you know, yep. quit these bad habits and patterns in their life. They can't shake. There's something about it where it's like almost like a reset of your brain or something, you know, where you sort of, you see things clearly because I think that's the problem with humans is we get caught up in these patterns that are just totally destructive patterns in your life and you get so deep in it, you can't see the forest for the trees. And when you do something like take magic mushrooms and go on this crazy trip, you go, wow, puts everything in perspective and you go, oh my gosh, you know, I need to stop doing this or, you know, doing that or whatever. Have you seen these videos of the old people smoking weed? Yeah. I've been watching those. Those are hilarious. There's one like with the, the, Old guys, the ex cops. There's uh-huh. one with ex cops, and then one with I the saw old that ladies. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old ladies too. Yeah, I saw that one too. And they're all up in Oregon. Yeah, and the funny thing is, they all enjoy it. Yeah, they're like, oh, it was pretty fun. Some of them are like, I'm gonna have to get some of this. This is actually pretty cool. <laughs> well, there was the I think some Mo posted it. That one picture, the uh, <clears throat> one video of the guy that was smoking weed for the first time, like since he was like 18 years old, and he had the glass pipe. You probably seen the video, dude. And he loaded it up the the weed inside, you know, the pipe and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's like, "Okay, I haven't done this for a really long time, so so bear with me." And he's all he's lighting it and he's lighting it like a fucking crack pipe. He's lighting the <laughs> glass. He's lighting the fucking glass. He's dude. trying to superheat it. And he's all he's all he's all I don't I don't think I'm getting anything. Maybe I gotta light it a little more, and the and you can just see the underside of this pipe is just fucking black. Like oh he's my just gosh! Charring the shit out of it. Do you he think he like, really never smoked before, or he just really forgot? Like it had been that long. Yeah, dude. He said it was like last time he was like eighteen. This guy was like fifty something years old. Something last like that, movie dude. he saw with people smoking, they were smoking crack. Yeah, he was like, uh, I think it's <laughs> like a, this. Right? Yeah, we were like, no, you weren't smoking weed. <laughs> you were smoking crack yeah. last time. <laughs> but no, and then he finally was like, all right, and he's like, oh, me. Maybe I should just light, light the weed. And he like lit the weed and he started to smoke oh it. And then he was like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, okay, got there some. We go. Yeah. <laughs> but he was lighting the fucking pipe, dude. <laughs> That's and he was charred. Tony he was, was trying charred. to like, he was trying to like create his own vaporizer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Ooh. This one right here made me go. <laughs> Because giant anteaters don't produce any stomach acid. Oh, yeah. So instead, the combined sting venom, the formic acid found in the ants that it eats, is used to digest the prey once the once they are all ground up and swallowed. So Yikes. The ants are digested in their in own their venom. Own. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Do you not like ants? No, I just I think it's funny. It's like it's just like a, yeah, you couldn't write it better into like a horror flick or something. Right. Yeah, they die in their own venom. <laughs> Ants are crazy. I've been watching these videos of the where they you've seen the people pour the like liquid aluminum. Me and Jay were watching these. Videos. Oh, is it an ant? The yeah, it's really fucked up. I mean, they just kill all the ants. Yeah, and, you know whatever. But it and then they take it out. Shows. and It cools down and they rinse off all the dirt and you can see like all the chambers. Yeah, and, like, how They're convoluted huge. these things yeah. are, man. Really bizarre. Yeah, you just think like an ant hill is just like a little bit <clears throat> of ants and this and that, no. but it's way bigger than that, dude. Yeah. Oh, way because like the one and they we sell were... it for fucking art. You know that too. It's so fucked up. That's not right. <laughs> it's really not right. 
uh, but yeah, they measured it like the one that me and Jay were watching yesterday. Like they measured the top, and it's like five inches. Yeah, uh, is how much it was sticking out of the ground. Uh-huh. And then when they pulled it out, it was like almost two feet down yeah. under the ground, like this gigantic structure. So crazy, man. The one I saw was huge, though. Like it was a little bit bigger, and it was just huge, and just kept on going, like like springing mm-hmm. all out, and I'm sure like, it looked like tree roots essentially. Out of it and everything, and then the person fucking sells it for as um, art. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid, man. I, I, how do you think they do it? Because ants have like no brain. They have like the smallest brains, but they all seem to like be on the same page. Like they're on the same wavelength. Like they got just unexplained things that we don't know yet about ants. So many, yeah. right? Even like the bees, right? And yeah. How Wi-Fi signals are messing with them, but we have no idea why because yeah. we don't even know. We didn't know they were even talking to each other that way. Like, yeah. it's doing something to them. Yeah, super crazy. What about another one? You got another one? Uh, yeah, probably. I told you I switched to my phone recently from my, when I'm reading instead of the computer. So I'm like, it keeps locking up on me. Oh, yeah, this one's gross. Uh, gummy candies are made from cartilage, skin, and bones from animal waste. No more gummy bears for me, buddy. Grow up strong. Those gummy vitamins. Uh, <laughs> You ever wonder about, there's just so so much food like that that's just, got, who yeah. knows the crap that's in these things. Well, like the Starbucks thing, remember like the red dye? It's like crushed up like beetles and stuff like that. Was that a fun fact or yeah. something? <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And this one kills me, dude. There's a new term that's coming up. Columbusing is a new term for when white people assume they've discovered something. Yeah, it's so funny, though. <laughs> it really fits. <laughs> it really fits. This is, we, look what the land we discovered. This is our land. People still talk about that. Like, you know, we, they discovered America. Like, are you kidding me? Like, because I remember t- I took a lot of anthropology in college, and uh, the United States was, the what is current united states back in the day was like it had like millions of people yeah. like like where minnesota is now was yeah. like this giant native american population and then definitely down in mexico we all know you yeah. know the aztecs, aztecs the mayans, mayans yep. and all that kind of stuff i mean like <laughs> there was these were totally raging societies when we we came and and i say we because i'm white yeah. <laughs> proud of my history <laughs> probably the only unpopulated part was like antarctica i mean <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. still. Well, that's all white too, right? That's all- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad joke. But yeah, it's like you know that always cracks me up. But it was already there. We di- no, we discovered it. Yeah, I was trying to think of some examples. I'm gonna start Columbus. This, yeah, this pizza. I discovered this pizza. No, <laughs> no, somebody made that and brought it to your house. No, but I. <laughs> that reminds me, like I when people say it. that, like, "Oh, dude, I discovered the greatest pizza." No, you didn't discover it. I'm sure they've had customers before <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what do you say, buddy? You want to uh, hit up mean, some of this new news? Man, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Always. There's always tons of We've stuff. We've already talked about the elections and the Trump deal and all that stuff. I know. I feel like you could go on forever. Yeah. These these people are all so crazy. This one I was reading about earlier, a little science. Hmm. What was that plastic eating bacteria? Oh, um, yeah. Right, that right, help, right. That could help make trash disappear, essentially. It was saying that, like, like, 342 million tons of plastic are produced every year which around is the world. Insane. Which is a lot. Isn't this supposed to be like number one thing floating in the ocean yeah, is plastic yep. bottles? Yep. And they were in, in at the bottom of oceans and stuff everywhere. It's just, mm. just waste. Um, and it was saying only 14% is recycled every single year. 
That's not stupid, dude. It's like and think about how much we're producing. Like, yeah. So we just keep on producing, producing, producing. Well, there's this like new bacteria that they've found that um that will break down those hard plastics. And so they were saying that it could essentially help get rid of all well, the it's trash. Huge. It's huge. And it seems like we have all these developing technologies in all these areas, you know, but we're just implementing it so hard. It's so hard to like stop the momentum of our fathers, like yeah. what we've been doing for so many generations. Well, the thing that always cracks me up, like when I, when I was reading this, it was like, you know, oh, now we just got to get all this bacteria everywhere and we'll get these plastics are going away. And I'm like, okay. Well, how do we get rid of the bacteria now? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to create this other thing, and it'll get rid of all that. Well, how are we going? How are we going to get rid of that? It's just like something we're just trading out for something else. It always, yeah. Well, because it, it seems like if you could sit back again in like a godlike position <laughs> and just kind of analyze everything, you could kind of figure out. Okay, here's what we need to do. But it seems like we're not like ants. Like the ants got it all figured out. They're all on the same wavelength. You know, they've all got this <laughs> common goal. They do what's beneficial for everybody. And it's like, we're not at all. Like there's so many different moving parts to everything from like what's going wrong with like all the, we're driving everywhere and we have this technology. We could be, everything could be public transportation, electric, fully solar yeah. powered. Like we've got, I told you about that. Was it last week on the podcast or maybe we were just talking. I was telling you about that map that showed like how much of the earth, if it was covered in solar panels could power the entire world and it was like this teeny little square in Africa yeah. like this teeny little barely visible piece if you're looking at the entire continent of Africa and it's but how do we go about doing it you know how do we get away from what everything is already built on you can't just it seems like you just want to wipe everything out well that uh, Elon Musk yep Elon t- tells, uh, Tesla dude yep Elon sorry yeah he um, <clears throat> has a new battery pack for your house Essentially, and it's just you know solar panels and everything like that, and, right? And it's supposed to just like ridiculously. They said again, a portion of the his battery packs would power enough, and and he has this like I don't know this factory. I think it's in Arizona that's starting to produce these batteries, okay. and these this factory is being run by those batteries. Awesome. So, and the funny part is, he's probably going to get so much pushback. Yeah, because even now, like people, when they want to get solar panels, like supposedly they the electric companies drag their feet. They won't let you actually go completely off the grid. Yeah, like you can. It's kind of cool. You can set up stuff with them where if you create excess energy, you can sell it back to them and make money on yeah. it. And so it's a really cool way to do it. But the fact that they fight you so hard, if you're like, you know what, I just don't want to deal with you people anymore. I'm going completely solar. I'm going to do. But I read something like about that. Like you have to use so much solar in order, in order to is that right? Yeah, get it all back and stuff. So you're still getting charged for electricity and stuff like that. And they were saying that in some cases, like having a solar panel, if you're going to lease it or if you can buy it, because there's options. You can lease it, right? Kind of like you know for the yep, whole turn yep. of your house, or you can buy it outright. Um, but like if you're you're leasing it, you know you're still paying every month for your solar panels, and then every month for your 
electricity (laughs) so it's kind of again that's what we're talking about it's like (laughs) we just want to wipe it out and start over my mentality has a hard time with the world problems because i told you how i clean yeah like if there's if i walk in and there's a room and it's a gigantic mess like the logical thing is to go through first we'll remove all the trash then we'll remove all the you know random items and then we'll go through and eventually you polish i'm the kind of person like i'll take a corner of the room and perfect it and just push everything out of it and then slowly (laughs) spread to the whole room and then i deal with the pile of stuff or whatever when i get to that point so i have a hard time with that mentality of like because you can't wipe out and you can't do it that way in the real world with like these kind of problems yeah you've got to start with making bridges from the old system to the new system and how do you go about putting that kind of stuff in place you know you're talking about like the pushback from people like even like the oil industry there's that one um documentary called who killed the electric car have you ever watched that before? I haven't seen that one. It's just basically going over like back in the day, like when like those Toyota like Priuses and Echoes, I think the Echoes were the hybrids. Yep. And the, the electric cars, ones. yeah, and stuff like that, right? And they were saying that um, when they all for a while they were stopping produced, and they were like they didn't know why. I and so and so, and so, and so um, this documentary at one point in time, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. She wanted to buy the whole lot of these hybrid cars that Toyota made. Um, they were lease, they were lease, they were end of lease cars. And she wanted to buy them at the end of their leases. They wouldn't let her, and there's pushback from the oil companies and stuff like that because they're losing gas. Because all these electric cars and stuff like that, and it's so the, the whole thing about it is who killed the electric car, and it's the government and the oil companies. <laughs> Killed the electric yeah, car. Such a familiar story. Yeah. Same story with tobacco, right? And yep. Versus weed and co- or cotton versus versus hemp. Yeah. It's kind of it's always the people that sort of have the control over the structure to begin with, and they don't want to change. They don't want it to be different. They don't want to lose money. They don't have to. And the funny part is, is that even if you account for that and you let these people sort of keep their powerful positions you know it's not that bad they could still make tons of money you know, yeah. like, like we're talking about with weed eventually it's going to get to that point it's gonna be like cigarettes are putting all kinds of crazy shit in it and yeah. who knows you know what they're gonna do but they could but they still it's funny that instinct to just drive their heels into the ground and, and hold their ground yep uh switch directions just a little bit here uh, do you hear uh, ben and jerry uh, the ice cream guys, yeah, they are uh, officially backing Bernie Sanders. Oh, what? Yeah, they made a flavor. What is it called? It, uh, Bernie's yearning. Bernie's yearning. And it's they said it's basically check this out. It's basically chocolate chip ice cream, but instead all the chocolate chips are at the top and they sort of melt together in the process. So when you first open it, there's like a layer of chocolate at the top, which is supposed to be like the 1% or whatever. Uh And you have to break it up and like mix it in with the ice cream. And then you have mint chocolate chip ice cream, but it, it's like they got all symbolic with it. (laughs) Yeah. I do see that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting to hear. I was listening to those guys in an interview talking about, if you type in Bernie's, like the like the yearnings like literally like the third. I feel like they could come up with a better name though. Bernie's yearning. Bernie's yearning. Sounds dirty. That's, it does sound. Sounds that's, dirty. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm listening to NPR. You know, thinking. Oh really? Yeah. This is here. Here's the instructions. The eating instructions. Yeah. Uh, number one. Okay. So here, here, here. This, this, the whole thing. The entire top of this pint is covered with a thick disc of solid chocolate. Underneath is plain mint ice cream. The chocolate disc represents the huge majority of the economic beings that has gone to the top 1% since 
the end of recession. Beneath it is the rest of us. Eating instructions says, take back a spoon and whack a huge chocolate disc into the pieces. Let the ice cream soften a bit, mix the pieces around, and there you have Bernie's yearning. Dig in and share with your fellow Americans. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think I've ever, have they ever had an ice cream that had instructions like that? You had a specific way to do it? No. They asked, uh, who's Ben? Jerry's the one is really the ice cream recipe guy. Like, I guess they're, they're not really in it anymore. Yeah. I mean, they just sort of oversee everything. Yep. Um, but back in the day, I guess, uh, Jerry was really the guy who's like the flavor guy, the cook sort of, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. And so they, uh, the guy who was interviewing on NPR asked, uh, Ben, he was like, we're gonna, you know, what do you think of is let's be honest. How, how is it? And he was like, I'm being totally honest. It's the best work that jerry has ever done <laughs> and it was like <laughs> laughing you know because i think obviously everybody's tasted chocolate chip mint ice cream before he's yep. really making a comment about the symbol symbolism in it you know it's interesting those guys are backing them i guess they're from vermont and yep. so is bernie you know yeah. so there's that connection um but then uh i guess they said that they've always been in his under his jurisdiction or whatever uh -huh. like he's always been an elected official where they live yeah so they've got a long history of knowing him and and they they were saying they're really excited to see how the world's learning what a cool dude he really is and what his history really looks like yeah there's also do you remember back in the day when they also had another controversy about black and tans who been a jerry yeah no there's like this. they had um a new they had an ice cream pot, black and tan which is the whole, um, the beer thing, you know, black and tan beer, you know, we I feel have like I should know this. I've heard the this stout before. and the ale oh, okay. combined. Mm -hmm. And so it's separated because of the density or viscosity. Yeah, density, viscosity, right. That would whatever. make sense. And so one is up top and the other is below. So it's called a black and tan. <laughs> well, they're also saying there was political because like, like I think some world war one British people, like their their outfits were black and tans or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People always like find stuff to get pissed yeah. off about. That's insane. <laughs> it's Ben and Jerry's. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's fucking ice cream. Yeah. But it was, they were saying that they never, it, never before had, in all their life had they ever seen a, a candidate that was actually running for president that was worth, you know, them investing time and actually That's cool. backing them. So that was pretty neat. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't know enough about economics, to be honest with you. Like, because I hear a lot of people saying Bernie's stuff doesn't add up, his numbers don't add up, and for with what he wants to do. And seen the meme going around about him like in an all black suit, and he's like doing this weird, funky voodoo looking dance, and it's uh -uh. like, ooh, spooky Bernie. Because <laughs> uh -uh. it, it's just a play on how people are like, oh my god, he's a crazy he's socialist. socialist. Oh. oh no! Like the world would just change so <laughs> much. If, if he got into power. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to have the same shit. Great. Now my Land Rover is going to be your Land Rover and da, 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 da. It's like, no, it's not not saying that. Yeah. There was somebody. <laughs> they I go saw, so far with it. I saw somebody like um, on Facebook post something about like a Bernie Sanders poster. And it was like the the little flyer, the yawn, the, the, the yawn, the lawn sign. Mm -hmm. And it was ripped in half. And there was a sign, there was like a little post-it on it that said something to the effect of, um, I took half of your sign since I didn't have one. And it was like, you know, yay socialism. 
say that people just go so far. <laughs> they go so far. They don't understand that there's two sides of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Like it's extreme anything is not good. Yeah. But just like a little socialism is not going to hurt anything. You know what I mean? It's not like they picture like crazy, you know, they probably picture like communist Russia or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that that's the story I saw. I don't know any of the uh, a lot of the details behind it, but you know, Russia they just bought five dolphins, and they won't disclose like what it's for, like the military did, something <laughs> like that. You could probably look it up. I don't know if that's what you're looking up, but I could Google it here, I suppose too. Um, but yeah, so people expect because I guess I guess our military has done that, like our navy and stuff. They've had where they'll have dolphins that are sort of expert at, experts at going in and disarming bombs or, you know, yeah. weird stuff like that. Yeah, Russians, Russians uh, military is recruiting dolphins and their mission is a mystery. Russia's military is looking for a few good dolphins. <laughs> I feel like this Russian-American Five. thing, it's just never going to die. Like, this going back and forth, spies and the whole... The whole history. $24,000 to a broker who could supply the three male and two female bottlenose do- dolphins, eight feet long each. Dolphins are so smart, man. They rape, they rape each other, though. Oh, yeah. No, they do all animals, like, even humans. But dolphins <laughs> like, rape a lot. Just like, even people Is they try to right? rape people, yeah. They try to what? Yeah. They try to rape people? Is that what you said? Yeah. There's dolphins been, try there's to rape ins- people? There's been instances like when people like swim with the dolphins and stuff. and like, like you're making this no, up. No, fucking dolphins just, like started humping on the like a dude or a girl. Yeah. Oh my God. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. They don't even. If you I, Google they dolphin seem, rape people. Yeah. Sure you can, right. I wonder what list that's going to put me on. Yeah. Don't let your church. Dolphin rape. Don't let your church see your Google searches, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> what is no, dolphin uh, raping? Dolphin raping people, Tony. I, I think they're very open-minded people over there. Curiosity, you know? Wow, yeah, there's a ton of stuff that comes up. <laughs> Insanity. That's so bizarre. They're smart, but they're not smart enough to realize that it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work that way. You're a different species. <laughs> Best of luck to you. Uh, so what are dolphins used for then? Like, what have our military used for? Uh, well, there are some cases of them being used for like, uh, I can't remember if it was disarming bombs, like getting into places and doing like jobs where it's just super high risk. So they don't want to have <laughs> a human do it. And blow up a fucking dolphin. Oh yeah. We've always been like that. Like they don't even, same way they cage them up, put them in tanks, make them do flips and stuff. They're so smart. I'm going to send a monkey into space because I don't think it's safe enough for a human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to see what happens first. <laughs> see how that works out. Oh, wait, Okay. Well, the dog survived. Let's send the monkey up now. <laughs> All right, the monkey survived. Let's uh, let's send up uh, a human. It is weird, right? Like some animals, it's cool, right? You can kill some animals and no problem. <laughs> some animals, you it's a big deal. It's a real big deal, and it's different where you are. You know. Yep. Like it's. I mean, people make it like it's some kind of a joke or it's racist or whatever. But you know, there are parts of the world where they eat dogs for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's totally normal. And you think from our perspective, to me that seems weird, and maybe it's just my personal cultural bias. But the reason it seems weird to me is because not just because of my culture, but there's a something weird about how eating a domesticated animal that wasn't domesticated for food. You yeah. know, like a cow. Sure, that's a domesticated animal, but it's mostly for their their milk and and their meat and and all that kind of stuff oh damn we're we blew through this yeah. this hour and a half man just remind everybody uh you can go to mike and tony show.com all of our episodes are up there go and check it out please again especially uh we have listeners all over the world but definitely if you are in the bay area you're in washington dc or you are in the denver metro area please
please give us an email. You can, if it's easier to remember, you can email, email us at Mike and Tony show at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Check out my music, Tony Good stuff happening there. Let me get some videos going again, I think. Yeah. Got anything happening in these shows, Miller's, anything like that? Yeah, next Saturday I'll be at Miller's in Lafayette. It's a cool little uh, barbecue joint. I'll be playing from 8 to 10.30. Lafayette is not a well-known place, but it's super cool, man. Super, yeah. super yeah. artsy. It's like Old popular. Town down there. Yeah. It's like a little downtown area that it's in, so. Yeah. Well, Check us out, guys. Good stuff, buddy. All right. With that dollar, that's a wrap, sir. Cheers. Cheers.